as we begin to look at a new paragraph in Philippians, let's read this, and then I'll mention the one thing I want us to focus on in this session, and we'll ask God to help us. Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not at all be ashamed, but that with full courage now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. And I simply want us to ponder, I will rejoice and step back and let the joy of this letter have its impact on us in this session. Father, we know that rejoicing, especially if we're in prison and people are opposed to us, is a miracle. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So I ask now for the miracle. Work it in us because of your word and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. It just seemed to me, as I got to this point in the letter, that we need to step back, get the big picture, and let the joy of this letter hit us. I have an old Bible that I had as a 15-year-old, and in red letters at the top of this book is written J-O-Y. And I can remember my father saying, Philippians is the happiest book in the Bible. It is full of joy. It is the great joy letter. So let me show you every occasion, every instance where the word or the idea of joy occurs. Let's go back to the beginning. I thank my God. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Your partnership in the gospel makes my joy abound. And then right here where we began, the former proclaim Christ out of rivalry. They're these rascals who are trying to make Paul miserable in prison. The former proclaim Christ, believe it or not, out of rivalry, not sincerely, thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. And as if that's not enough, yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus, this will turn out for my deliverance. Chapter 2, verse 2, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. The unity of God's people completes his joy. Chapter 4, verse 1, therefore, my brothers whom I love and long for, my joy and crown. So the, the brothers are his joy. The brothers are his crown. Chapter 4, verse 10 I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. So he was thrilled that they remembered him and sent him what he needed. 
Now, I'm going to go back because everything up until now that I've given you in these uh, slides is Paul's joy. And here's the transition to their joy. So Philippians 2, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, that means I'm about to die. If, if I'm going to die, and he's not quite sure, but he thinks he, he might die. If I'm to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and I rejoice with you all. Likewise, you should rejoice with me. Amazing. So he's shifting now to their joy, and that's what we'll look at for the rest of these pieces. Chapter 1, verse 25, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith. That's his goal, their progress and joy. Chapter 2, 28, I am the more eager to send Epaphroditus, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men. Chapter 3, verse 1, finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. There's no trouble for me and is safe for you. And finally, chapter 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I will say, rejoice. That's the only place in all of Paul's writings where he doubles down on it. Rejoice. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. Rejoice. So what shall we conclude from this? A few things. Number one, the Christian faith is joyful, right? And oh, how we should pursue that. This book is filled with joy. He models it and he commands it. Rejoice in the Lord. I'm rejoicing. Now you rejoice. Second observation. It is in spite of, maybe sometimes even because of, affliction. He's in prison. He's in prison. And he doesn't know if he's going to get out or die. He's got adversaries. And what makes it worse? They're Christians, at least professing Christians, and they're preaching the gospel to try to make him miserable. And he, he is about to die. He thinks, I'm about to be poured out. This is 117. This is 117. And this is 217. If I'm to be poured out, I'm glad and rejoice with you all. You should rejoice with me. And just a little little piece that's obvious but not stated. He is far from home. And he's probably never going home again except heaven. So you're far from home. You're in prison. You've got adversaries. You've never been to this place before. There are many close friends. And he is rejoicing. Third observation. It is, this joy is in the Lord. 
and his people and his gospel. Rejoice in the Lord, he says twice. He says, you are my joy and my crown, you people. And when the gospel is preached, I am so happy that it's being preached. And one more observation. It is alongside sorrow. You might have missed it. Chapter 2, verse 27. Epaphroditus was spared from death so that Paul would be spared sorrow upon sorrow. In other words, that's a hint that he has many sorrows in his life. So when he says rejoice in the Lord always, he doesn't mean there's no place for sorrow because you're always rejoicing. No. He means, like he says in 2 Corinthians 6.10, sorrowful yet always rejoicing. They go together. So, as we go through this letter, don't miss the fact that dominating this letter is Paul's joy and his desire for them to know joy in spite of affliction, prison, adversaries, nearness of death, far from home, because it's in the Lord. It's in his people and what God's doing in his people. It's in his gospel, and it doesn't rule out real sorrows in this life. Soak in this as we go through the book together. May the Lord do it for us.